0: And I received a ping from the on-call uh, for the daily push, um, who was responsible for pushing code to the servers every day. Um, and they said, "Hey, we think something that you wrote might have broken um, log out on mobile device." And we're like, "Okay, the rollback is out." Um, let's all go to All Hands. And we were uh, we were at a stage where um, people still like to do, I, I think maybe you're, you're never too big to do demos at All Hands. No. Yes. So there's a completely different team from mine. Um, I you know, probably knew some of the people on the team, but it, I wasn't aware of what they were working on. And they had decided that they were going to, um, to do a demo of this uh, because it had just landed. Oh, in that push, they had, okay. uh, they had landed some crucial code. And so they had decided that they were going to do one of these campaigns um, that would only show up to the person whose laptop was presenting right. uh, at right. All Hands. Um, right. uh, it would only show up for Zhang Yang. Um, right. And they were gonna give him a pop-up on his Dropbox homepage that says like, get your free watermelons. Click here to get your free watermelons now.
1: Hi there, folks. Uh, this is the War Stories podcast on Critical Point. Uh, my name is Kevin Riggle, and I'm here today with Kate Rudolph, uh, who has a story about that time she broke production, because that's what <laughs> we do here, uh, is tell those stories. Um, just before we get started, a tiny little bit of podcast business. Uh, there is now We're now also available in audio as well as video on YouTube. Uh, if you go to warstories.criticalpoint.tv, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, there are also full edited transcripts of these, because that's often how I refer to consume podcasts. I'll have more on that at the end of the show, uh, but uh, without further ado, we'll roll the titles and get started. And we're back. Uh, once again, this is War Stories podcast on Critical Point. We're here with Kate Rudolph. Uh, Kate, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Yeah. Um, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, my name's Kate. Uh, I'm a software engineer and I've uh, been in the software industry for about eight years as an IC and a manager. And the story that I have to tell you today is um, from when I was an intern at Dropbox. So a little baby engineer starting out in the first summer of my career.
1: And what what year was this?
0: This was summer 2014.
1: Summer 2014. Okay. So so a, a while ago now. Yes. Um,
0: yes. A while ago. Some back. water
1: under the bridge since then. Yes. Um,
0: Long enough and, that it, I can look back on it as a funny memory and not, you know, right. an incredibly embarrassing exactly. moment.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, yes, you're working at Dropbox. You're an intern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're... Uh, Taking you know the summer to go experience what software engineering is like inside a you mm-hmm. know uh, I guess Dropbox was in 2014 they've been around for a minute so they were
0: like
1: uh, like not a new company although like right not as there large were about as they are today probably
0: 700 people at the company okay. at, at the time that this story takes place
1: okay cool okay that's a that's a good size that's like yeah, yeah still small enough that you can like. See every recognize everybody when you see them in the hall, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you don't know everybody yeah. by name. Okay. Um, so, like, what was kind of the first thing that you noticed? Like, what was the, the thing uh, mm-hmm. that, whether you knew it or not at the time, was like a signal that something was wrong?
0: Yeah. So, um, at the time, I was uh, working on my intern project which was related to mobile contacts. Um, So you have contacts on your phone. You wanna be able to sort of like search through them when you're sharing within Dropbox. And that was what my project was related to. Um, And I received a ping from the on-call for the daily push um, who was responsible for pushing code to the servers every day. Um, And they said, hey, we think something that you wrote might have broken um, log out on mobile devices. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, my work was on contacts, not really the log in, log out experience. Not sure how you got my name, but okay. Um, And my response to this was, uh, well, that doesn't sound good, but uh, I have a one-on-one with my manager right now. So I'm gonna go to that. I have a meeting. Um, And (laughs) I went to my one-on-one with my manager um, and I led with this. I was like, oh, the, the daily push on call was pinging me about this. Um, and bless this manager, he was like, oh, okay, so this one-on-one is over. And he walked me back to my desk and uh, sat with me and helped me respond and figure out what was going on with this incident.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, an important lesson in prior in priorities. Uh, right, yes. which I,
0: again, I was a baby uh, so, intern. Like, I didn't know.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, if you don't show up for your one-on-one, your manager's going to be mad, right? Like that's, that's no good.
0: It felt Uh, like a much more immediate concern at the time, but my manager set me straight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so the feature you were working on is like, I have a file in Dropbox, you know, it's a form that I've scanned that Mm -hmm. I need to share with my admin or something. So I pop open the share widget in Dropbox and like, Mm -hmm. there's some way for Dropbox, the Dropbox app to talk to the contacts on my phone and be able to offer me those contacts as my uh you know potential people to share to that was kind of the thing you were working on
0: right yeah photos in particular but it was about um sort of like ingesting those contacts with your permission from your phone where you have all your contacts and then making them available to you wherever you are on dropbox so there were a lot of layers to it both on the like sort of phone side, we had some cool cross platform, Android and iOS code. And I was sort of working at that layer to be able to only do it once um, and then actually store them on the server so that you know maybe later you're sharing through the website and you could still use those same people to share with.
1: Oh, nice, okay, cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a, like an important feature for a platform whose whole value proposition is sharing. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool, okay. Um, So you were working on, were were you doing this kind of full stack? You were doing the mobile app side as well as the backend side or?
0: Yes. Yeah. And the, um, the, like, I was not the first one to sort of touch contacts at Dropbox. There was something here that was working. Um, The idea for the intern project had come um, from the fact that we were not really doing um, a differential sync of your contacts. If so, if you had a ton of contacts, um, we were ending up using up a bunch of data, re-uploading them. And the idea of my project was to perhaps see what had changed uh, before going on. Um, but as projects tend to do, especially because, again, I was not that experienced, the scope had sort of increased to respecting data limits about like how large your contacts would be, how many of them we could store, uh, making sure that we were... Not going to be exposed to any lawsuits from storing your contacts like for too long or after you didn't want them stored. Um, and uh, I, I didn't yet have the skill of being like, okay, let's get the main thing out and like save the data thing. And then we'll fix up all these little things. I was like, oh, that seems important. We better do that and that and that. And so there was all of these sort of details piling up around the main um, sort of core of the project as well. Okay,
1: sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it touches a lot of pieces. So yeah. Totally. Okay. Uh, so, and then, so the, the person who's on call, someone who's running the daily push, I think what I'm taking from this is the sort mm-hmm. of like every day, all of the changes which have been committed to Dropbox's sort of like, uh, main repository or merged in words was Dropbox mm-hmm. running sort of like, uh, like Git ops development where like you've got a feature branch and then you merge into main or was everything like pretty much happening on main? Like what was the deployment strategy like at
0: this yeah, time. So yeah, so I, I think you basically got it. Um my uh my workflow was to um develop on my look branch once everything got approved by my mentor or my manager, or whoever was reviewing my code, to merge it into main I'm so glad we call it that now. It was definitely right. at the time. Right. Um yeah. and uh, and to merge it in and then um, at some point in the next 24 hours when the daily push on call, got around to pushing it, they would push it, and then it would be uh, live on the servers. Mobile, of course, had a much slower release cycle. Um,
1: okay, yeah. But you have to go through the App Store yeah. approval process and all that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, Yeah, cool. they didn't do that nearly as often. Interesting. So there, so it's it's not quite what we would, these days, call continuous delivery. Uh, Though it's no. like, it's releases at a pr- pretty fast tempo. If, where right. like everything is getting was, batched up by the day and mm-hmm. then yeah, getting released. That's interesting. Right. Okay. And it was,
0: it was, cool. it was a predictable cadence. Um, there right. was, yep. uh, um, uh, joining the daily push Slack channel was a way to sort of like, um, for me, it felt more like keeping my ear to the pulse of like whether people are going to be stressed about issues or outages, sort of like figuring out how people are feeling. And there was an on-call rotation. So, um, some number of maybe like 10 or 12 people would take a three day in a row shift of being the one to actually do the push
1: okay um, interesting and then being around in case any problems came up to like kick off a response quickly. exactly monitoring yeah, okay. for
0: exceptions cool. and um sort of like being responsible not for fixing them but for triaging them to say me
1: right, right. okay Which it sounds like, which it sounds like they did. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. So your manager walks you back to your desk uh, and what do you find? Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So it turns out that uh, what had happened was that indeed nobody on the mobile apps could sign out of Dropbox on the mobile app, which you wouldn't think would be that common. But when you want to do it, you you really kind of want to do it. Um, And the issue is that I, as, one of the many like little pieces of this project, Um, we had realized that we did want to remove your contacts that had come from a phone once you logged out of Dropbox on that phone, right? We decided that it would mean that you didn't want to have that. and, and, And there was some sort of like, some other company had recently had some legal issues with like storing oh. both contacts for too long. Was that so the it was LinkedIn? So part a conservative move. I forget what yep. it was. LinkedIn. It might have been some like LinkedIn was... Square or Quora or somebody was getting sued. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And so we uh, we decided to do the conservative choice and just right. sort of like clear out your contacts when great. you log out of the mobile app. Um, okay. Great. And so this was one of the first pathways where my all this new contacts code that I had been written had sort of gotten exposed because I had mostly been operating under the assumption that everything that I did was feature flagged, right? I had on the very first day, I had put in a feature flag and turned it off and said, you're only using my new like incremental sync contact situation. If I put you in this feature flag, and it's like only me and my manager and my team and stuff like that. So like, nobody's gonna right. see this code, right? And At I worst, it will
1: break for us. But right. yeah,
0: Right, um, however, I, well, I, I protected like using your contacts and uploading your contacts, but I didn't put this like logging out of the thing, logging out of the app behind uh, the feature flag. And so it ended up finding a way into my code. And the issue was that I had some bug around if your contact didn't have a last name, which we all have like okay. a couple contacts in there that don't have a oh, last absolutely. name. If the yeah. last name was blank, it was choking like okay my okay. test case certainly didn't have a contact without a last name because i was naming all of my test cases after like you know pop stars like taylor okay. swift and katie perry right? right they all had last names um, but of course everyone in the real world has at least one contact on their phone right
1: that and, doesn't and,
0: have a last name
1: and you didn't have any test case for prints so there we go <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly i had to, I had to go for the one named pop stars
1: there we go yes and so because this is at least theoretically a general audience podcast, what's a feature flag? Mm-hmm.
0: A feature flag. So um, this is a way that uh, that uh, sort of already existed. There was a whole framework at Dropbox and, and many other places that I've worked already to sort of like have this set up, and it's this way to um, sort of control whether or not your new code or your new feature is active. Um, by sort of going into an admin portal and like flipping a switch essentially so that you can decouple the code got pushed live to production from my thing got launched
1: right Right? and and this is user by user
0: it's yeah so dropbox had a very complicated system and then eventually replaced it so you could do it by like users or by groups by like um, certain conditions about like whether the user was paying for Dropbox or not, there's all sorts of different conditions that you could do. And so the typical way that this went, especially for intern projects, is you put the feature flag, you turn it off for everyone, and you turn it on for you, and maybe your team. Right. Um, and right. it was sort of like, from everyone I was talking to, like, it was pretty safe, right? There yeah. was like, yeah. pretty little that any intern could do behind their feature flag. Um, and or at least that was my assumption. As it turns out, like right. feature flag engineering is actually there's kind of a lot to it. And like I have gone on in my career to like manage entire spreadsheets of the different feature flags we have, controlling the different aspects of the feature, which ones need to be turned on in which order, and which ones can then be turned off without causing problems. Got
1: so, it. Got it. Got it. Yes. And the thought here is to decouple. Uh, to the extent possible, like getting the code out on the servers from actually launching the feature where we realized at some point that like getting the code out on the servers is an engineering problem. uh, And uh, launching a new feature is like a marketing and, you know, sales and uh, business like problem. And it is, and nobody is happy when like you go to do the big launch and you push out the you know, new code that has the new feature in and that push like fails for reasons entirely unrelated to the thing that it is that you're launching. So better to get the code out uh, uh, and running and, you know, uh, make sure, you know, better to decouple those as much as possible because everybody is happier and then you don't have the biz people yelling at the engineers while the engineers are trying to like, you know, debug some failing test case or... uh,
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. And that. um, so like sort of decoupling the business and engineering concerns is like one aspect of it. It's also a lot more immediate, like running that push and making sure that it works, like can take, it can take an hour. And what if you really, what if you told the media that we were going to launch this big new thing at 8am? You don't want it to be out at 845. Um, and another huge reason is, is testing. And like, obviously you want to like write all kinds of tests and test on like staging or, or like pre like production environments. Um, but it also just makes you feel really like really secure. If it's already out in production, it works for me before I flip this flag open to 100%. Like I, I'm i sure that I didn't mess up any of the configuration in my staging environment
1: or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Well, it also it does, I mean, because just at the scale mm-hmm. that we're operating at these days, you know that the real world is going to throw up uh, edge cases that, you know, Mm -hmm. are maybe an edge case of one or an edge case of 10 or an edge case of a hundred relative to a population of millions or tens of millions of users. And Mm -hmm. so the ability to do staged rollouts and rather than go from, you know, zero to a hundred over, you know, in, in, Mm -hmm. in the span of a minute or, you know, an hour to be able to roll it Mm -hmm. out over days or weeks so that you can sort of manage Mm -hmm. the process of finding those uh, edge cases and responding to them and, uh, it helps a lot with the stability. It helps a lot with user experience and just, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The so, number of, of projects that I've been on where it wasn't a big marketing launch. It didn't really yeah. matter that, you know, everyone get it at the same time. So it's like, yeah, right. 10% of the people have the new contact experience. And we'll just keep that true for a week right. and, you know, <laughs> monitor for crashes, exceptions, everything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you, so you get back to your desk, you've, you've rolled mm-hmm. this out and, mm-hmm. um, Sort of knowing now what the issue that the issue was around the feature flag and mm-hmm. your lack thereof of this logout code. What was the first thing that you really, uh, or like, like what was the initial response experience? The on call comes to you and says, "We think mm-hmm. it's related to this commit that you pushed. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not real sure, but um, right.
0: Well, all it took was me sort of reading the commit to be like, oh. Oh yeah, that is my code. I read the okay. exception, like the stack trace, right. sort of ended oh. in contact code that I had been writing. Right. Like, right. Okay. I I recognized the code immediately. And, you know, I, I did need to open the link. You know. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And so and so I recognized it, and their main question for me was, um, like, is it an easy fix or do we need to roll back? Right. Um, okay. So I needed to sort of learn what that would mean. And right. I mean, was it was it an easy fix? Like, ultimately? Yes. Okay. But it was also like a couple of steps removed from the thing that was breaking. Right? Okay. It was like, well, ultimately, like, yeah, I do just need to like, handle the case where this field isn't populated. But I probably okay. want to do that for every single other field and like maybe mm-hmm. this is masking some other bug deeper into my context code right like the the real okay, issue is yeah. that like none of this is production tested all everything that we're talking sure. about like turn the feature flag on for 10% that had not happened no yet. yeah exactly like, we yeah. were we were way earlier i wasn't expecting any of this code to be live um and so i i believe like a day or two later i went through and sort of like checked that the feature flag would actually be applied on that case and that people wouldn't be falling into my potentially buggy untested code um, when they were trying to log out. But the answer was, and I sort of got to this pretty quickly in discussion with my manager who started listening to me describe the things that would need to be fixed. Like, no, 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 it's not a quick fix. It does okay. get yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, and so, so um, there it's literally just, they like, uh, you put together a branch which removed mm-hmm. the code from the pull request that you had submitted, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they walked that through the release process, and they pushed that out to live.
0: Um. So that was uh, that was one possibility was okay. to essentially revert my changes from right. the most and recent only your time, changes. right, and then sort of like go forward, right. um, hoping that nothing that else had been.
1: Have touching similar Mm -hmm. pieces of the code. But yeah. Right,
0: right. Assuming that there are no merge conflicts or sort of like more complicated issues that would happen. um, Instead of doing that, uh, we decided to do an even faster thing with the way Mm -hmm. that the push was set up and just roll back that day's push.
1: The whole thing. Okay.
0: The whole thing. Um, And I think possibly uh, that had had to happen like on the previous day or the day before or something, because I kind of remember the code that I had merged was, um, it had felt like it was from a while ago when I first got this thing. I was like, oh, I don't think I have anything in today's. Right? And so I think, I I don't remember specifically, so I I shouldn't cite this precisely, but I I do think that it was a thing where like, sometimes it's broken. And then the answer is like, okay, the daily push didn't go out today. Like your right. code that you thought was going to go out today, it's going out tomorrow.
1: Right. Okay. Would would they then like? Would new code get added to the push, or was there sort of uh like build up of pushes as uh? Mm-hmm.
0: So, if there were. So this, codes? this is why I'm thinking. I think the code that I had landed on main was from the previous week. So I think we were like oh, already okay. in this sort of build up of pushes
1: situation. Ooh, okay. Um, yes. And we don't like work right. in progress of that kind. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> that's right. But
0: but but the issue is deemed like people can't like we're, it, it's like a claustrophobia thing. Like people can't get out of Dropbox for like locking right. them into yeah, the app. No. They want to log out of the app. Like we have to fix yeah. that. That's like yeah. pretty blocking. There are some so. security,
1: you know, reasons also why you might need to log people out. Like you know, for example, if somebody's password gets compromised and they need to change it, like Absolutely. you want to invalidate all the old uh, session mm-hmm. tokens get people logged out so that you know, those old sessions that maybe an adversary has access to aren't, you know, active anymore. So it, there's, it's pretty, imp- yeah. out turns out to be pretty important. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: Right. In a way that I didn't really realize when I was, sure. it just felt like crossing a T and dotting an I to make sure, sure that yeah. they got removed at logout.
1: Right. Well, but, and somebody also like um, looked at this code, you know, somebody mm-hmm. reviewed this code and they're like, Oh yeah, seems mm-hmm. good. And mm-hmm. like, you know, missed the implications. Oh. Yeah. Cause at least that's my, that's my guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Knowing who was, involved in Dropbox's engineering culture at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Code review Yeah, a I big worked with it. awesome
0: people who just, you know, sometimes yeah. made mistakes. Um, right. But regardless, it was, uh, you know, maybe it was a Friday afternoon. It was a Friday right. afternoon. We okay had all Ooh, oh, day. only and... the best incidents
1: happened on Fridays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, so. uh, and they decided, you know what, like fixing forward, it's not that right. straightforward. Um, we are going to do a rollback. Um, and then I, I do think that it was a like revert specifically my change, um, like merge that in and then try again,
1: um,
0: to go forward so that we didn't, like you're saying, have like days and days of work in progress, but the immediate fix was to roll back, not to revert and go
1: forwards. Got it. Okay. So there's like kind of a button they can press in whatever the deployment interface is to just like, you know, roll back the day's push. Uh,
0: Yes, I believe so. I'm not sure whether they okay. were doing some sort of blue green, and they still had sure. the old stuff. I was uh, blue. <laughs> a, a, again a, a lot of this sort of felt like a black box to me as an intern right. who had been there yes. for maybe six weeks. Um, yeah, but I gave the information to the on call uh, uh, for the daily push, who was able to use that to decide that the thing we needed to right. do to fix yes. log out was to, was to do uh, a rollback um, to the okay. previous version. And we're like, okay, the rollback right. is out. Um, let's all go to all hands.
1: Great. Um, okay. Because
0: there's a, there's um, a chapter two of this story. Okay.
1: Okay. So successfully, um, successfully rolled the change back. You know, mm-hmm. everything looks good. Everyone on the, can uh, log out on their mobile app. can log out can on spine. their, yep. The, the spike in uh, like, was it customer cases or was it like, uh some kind of alerting and monitoring that flagged the logout issue do you know yeah
0: there was there was monitoring um for okay. the exception
1: okay oh i guess it's like logout mobile app logout goes to zero where it's been trucking along at like you know right exactly a, you so know, we saw 10 or a 20 an graph. hour You're like exactly. wait a minute yeah yeah okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: cool okay so yes, friday uh you successfully rolled back uh mm-hmm. disaster averted uh let's roll into all hands and then hit the bars or go home or whatever it is we do on fridays <laughs> well all first right. we
0: have to go to all hands right. um and we were uh we were at a stage where um people still like to do i, I think maybe you're you're never too big to do demos at all no. hands. yes um and there was a completely 700 different team. people
1: it's a great yeah, seven hundred people it's a great size sure. yes
0: yes so there's a completely different team from mine um i you know probably knew some of the people on the team but it, i wasn't aware of what they were working on at all um, but they were building a new way to um, basically show ads for Dropbox in Dropbox. So we weren't like, you know, opening advertising on Dropbox.com. But if you were there, that we wanted to be able to show you with um, like, like quickly updatable ways to show you different ads or different pictures in different locations on the site, maybe a pop-up or on the sidebar or on the top. Um, just like, hey, consider upgrading to Pro. And then that way an engineer doesn't have to say like, oh, hey, I want to build a pop-up and sort of like build a whole new pop-up for the new campaign of, oh, this month we've decided to offer you 30% off or whatever. So the idea was that someone could go into some admin portal and put a campaign in there and then it would show up, right? You put you basically store the campaign in the database and then this new feature Shows the campaign sort of based on whether we want whether you're one of the lucky few that gets the thirty percent off whatever, um, and they had decided that they were going to um, to do a demo of this uh, because it had just landed that day, um, and uh, so they were going to do a demo of it at all hands and they had decided that, that they were going in that to push. oh in that push they had okay. uh, they had landed some crucial code and so they had decided that they were going to do one of these campaigns um, Mm -hmm. that would only show up to the person whose laptop was presenting uh, at all hands. Um, uh, It would only show up for John Yang. and They were going to give him a pop-up on his Dropbox homepage that says, like, get your free watermelons. Click here to get your free watermelons now. Uh, Watermelons were a sort of inside joke at Dropbox. One of the co-founders absolutely loved watermelons. Um, It was uh, commonly used for joking around like this. But yes. they were going to restrict it using one of the elements of the feature that allowed you to restrict it to a certain audience. They were going to restrict it only to John Yang.
1: Right, Sort of and like the feature, so all of, sort of like the feature flag stuff we were just talking about. Except I'm guessing a different mechanism. Right, but it was it was yeah.
0: applied specifically to these. Um, exactly. To these campaigns.
1: Creatives. These campaigns. Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. So they, um, and so all of the code had been going in over the previous month to display the campaigns, to make it look perfect and centered and have all of the assets that you might want and everything. Um, and then they had put this watermelon campaign in the database. Unfortunately, the code that controls only show it to John Yang had uh, only been in that code that because of me had been so recently rolled back.
1: Uh, okay. um, so
0: So the campaign worked great. It just showed up for everyone. Like everyone on Dropbox, like on the internet, because I had, and like yeah, Dropbox. everyone who went to Dropbox.com um, okay had a button that said "Get, your free, get your free watermelon." Here, click here to get your watermelon, and then you click and it goes away.
1: Okay, okay. And that was it. That was it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops.
1: <laughs> and it's not like April first or anything. Like uh, no, no, it yeah. was
0: the middle of summer. It was right. yeah, It was like yeah. July.
1: Well, I, when that's when you want free watermelon, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, So there were definitely people posting screenshots on Twitter, like, (laughs) where where do I get my watermelon?
1: Right. So it sounds like the demo worked in all hands. Uh,
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Great. When was it noticed that this demo uh, had maybe escaped its confinement?
0: Uh, When people started posting on Twitter.
1: Okay. Okay. Great. Social (laughs) media team is like sitting in all hands, maybe, and going like, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. This is not what we meant to use this feature for.
1: No, no. Okay. Um, so, uh, did you then get pulled into another incident, uh, hot on the heels of the previous one?
0: So I was not involved in remediating this one. I do. Th- I, okay. I, I wish I remembered more clearly, but I do think we did sort of a revert of my buggy change, and we're in the process of the, the hour-long process of getting that one out. Um, okay. Okay. So it was sort of like forward minus me, essentially, okay. and, and minus okay. the thing that I had had changed to break things. Okay. Um, but there is a period in there right. where okay. everyone got offered watermelon. Okay, great. Um,
1: okay. So once right. the. And, it, once, once and, the and, days, and a quicker fix for
0: that, of course, would be just take the campaign down. Which, sure. Um, oh, sure. Once you add yeah, added okay. the campaign for, to the database, you can also you remove can it. You can
1: just remove it from the database. Okay. Right. Well, that's good. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so the. the the day's push minus your uh, change was already in Mm -hmm. progress. And so once that landed, you just kind of had to wait for that to land. And then the Mm -hmm. code to uh, gate the campaigns to Mm -hmm. particular people also landed. And then uh, Mm -hmm. no one on the internet was being offered free watermelon
0: anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too bad. I don't think we gave out a single free watermelon as a result of that Mm -hmm. incident. What? What? It's, i know right <laughs> it's a marketing
1: opportunity come on um <laughs> like organic marketing even um <laughs> uh okay that's well it's that's unfortunate but it's yeah it sounds like it was relatively little sort of like you know customer blowback or you know harm yeah. or like uh, uh i
0: pretty- mean uh- of inaccurate promises to put on your website. That's a, it's a very silly one. Right. And it's I think, you know, even, yes. even with the audience of Dropbox, which has, you know, like millions and millions of users, like right. most yeah. people have a sense of humor. It was a, have a sense it was of a, it. yeah, exactly. As far as embarrassing mistakes go, it's like embarrassing, silly and not like, yeah, exactly.
1: Mortifying. Yeah. Embarrassing and shame, shameful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, so, uh, what happened when you came back in next week on monday
0: <laughs> um so uh certainly you know didn't hear the end of it okay um, okay hey, uh there was i think um a number of lessons learned uh and things that were changed um but uh sort of like being an intern i wasn't like you know leading the charge to sort of, like, make the changes overall that, that needed to happen. But, like, one thing, for example, um, I don't think we uh, demoed in all hands on production
1: for okay. the rest
0: of the years that I was there. If okay. you need to do a, a demo at all hands and it's not, you know, already out to 100%, like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you can demo on staging, it's fine. Nobody's okay. li- You can demo on your local machine. Nobody's looking at the URL,
1: Got right? Got it. Yes, you could yes, just okay. not
0: project the URL. Nobody needs to know right. that this is not live. Like, Got do it. demo magic. Don't mess with our yes. actual users.
1: Okay, okay. Good, yes. Mm-hmm. Probably for the best. Yep. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I think another thing that, you know, I certainly learned, and um, I don't want to say that Dropbox learned it because many of the smart people there probably were already aware. Um it's an
1: ongoing process. But
0: sort of the, uh, like when you have to do a rollback, it's not without consequences, mm-hmm. right? And um, so, you know, anytime you change the code, you can break things. And even if you go back right. to right. a known good thing, right? Like right. any data could have been added under the new code that, yep. you know, yep. maybe not, like isn't compatible with or is not gonna behave the way yes. that you expect on old things um, and so, or an old code. And so the um, sort of the, like the act of of doing a rollback is like, is it safe? Well, it depends a lot on how every single engineer who's been putting code into this machine and expecting it to go out is expecting it to work. So as long as we have the expectations that like your code can get rolled back once but not twice, then you know that the push after your push, then you're safe Mm. and it's not gonna get rolled back. And like, maybe you do want that guarantee or maybe your company doesn't have that guarantee. And so you need to always write code with the assumption that it's not gonna get rolled back until, I don't know, the month's safe? Probably, yeah, no one would do that. But like, maybe the daily push wants to have a guarantee about that. Um, And I think we were at a place that summer where like, um, pretty often you would, you know, pass in the hallway the stressed daily push on call, who's like, oh, we haven't had a daily push in three days. Like, will people stop, you know, breaking the build or whatever. Right. Um, And you're Uh, like, yep, we should stop breaking the build. But uh, yeah. turns out that that's like dangerous for more reasons than just like people's code isn't going out. Right. Um, Cause you need to be able to reason about that when you're thinking about how your code's going to make it to production.
1: Exactly. In the end. Yeah. The mental models of everybody at the company about the state of the production systems and, totally, you know, the state of their changes relative mm-hmm. to everybody else's changes mm-hmm. and those production systems matter mm-hmm. a great deal. So the, the team that had pushed out this, uh, uh, marketing this, this uh, advertising campaign feature, uh, had they realized that the daily push had been rolled back or?
0: I, I don't think they had, because I think they would have okay. noticed uh, that this okay. plan to demo in production was not quite gonna work. Um, I said at the beginning, sort of like joining the daily push Slack channel um, felt to right. be mostly like a way to keep my ear to the ground. Um, yeah. and like, you know, know whether these things were happening and sort of like be around for, and people would post right. memes. It was fun to let, sort of like feel like you yeah. to know. But actually there's like a yeah. couple more, like way more important reasons to be in that. Like one is like to have awareness of whether the code that I had written had gone out. And two, like, you know, for the team that worked on this campaign's feature to have awareness of whether the code that you're counting on going out actually right. did.
1: <laughs> actually went out yeah yeah right That keeping your mental model in sync with mm-hmm. reality to the extent that you can yeah um totally. super important yeah interesting so what kind of i you know being an intern you mm-hmm. might you know i'm sure you didn't see all of this but like what kind of changes uh were put in place that you observed sort of like as a result of this besides just not mm-hmm. demoing and production at all hands
0: <laughs> i i do believe that there was um a doc about uh, about just exactly what we're talking about, how to reason about the daily push um, sort of circulated for people. Um, like, And, and I, I believe that after this incident, um, it was not necessarily two days because I think there were still situations where the daily push could uh, fail to go out, but two pushes um, afterwards, you were sure that your code would not be rolled back. Uh, they said we won't roll back two.
1: That's a lot, like for it, at the kind of velocity of seven seven hundred people. So like about thirty mm-hmm. percent of those are engineers, um, mm-hmm. meaning you have two hundred, two hundred fifty engineers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, some fraction of those are committing, you know, code every day, like
0: totally.
1: uh, two days worth of code. That is a lot of that is a lot of work to go like try to back out and not all of that is even as easy to back out you know if it's a schema migration in the database or something like Mm -hmm. uh that database is not getting unmigrated probably uh quickly oh yeah totally Um,
0: uh again i can't tell whether this was sort of like an um sort of like an organizational like clarification of the way things work and sort of expectations or like this was the point in my career where I was learning that some changes you really do need to stage into multiple um, multiple branches, multiple commits, and then multiple pushes, right? If you're trying to like change the name of something, you really do need to make sure that the back end will accept both of them and do the same thing. And then the front end will start changing one thing. And then the back end will stop accepting the other thing. And you need to be aware of like, okay, I have parts A, B, and C of my thing, but, like, what if I have part B out and they roll back to where I only have part A? Like, let me code in a defensive enough way that, like, my thing won't be the issue that compounds the issue that caused the rollback.
1: So there was a certain amount of education and a certain amount of sort of, like, standardization or process. Right. Like, we we wrote down our process a little bit more formally to be like, no, okay, here's the... How long you should wait, um... Mm-hmm. before uh, putting any weight on this. Other changes that you saw?
0: I don't know particularly. I think I uh, certainly, like, l- learned a lot and, like, had a sort of change of mindset of, like, what sort of counted as done for my work. Um, I was sort of, like, working on multiple branches and multiple code bases because I had the mobile code base um, and sort of the server mono Um And up until that point, like done for me really felt like merged. Um, once I had merged it to main, it was off my plate. It wasn't sitting over here in the like very top of mind list of branches that I'm working on. It wasn't in the code review tool. Um, it was done. Um, right. Now it's somebody and, else's
1: problem. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, Right. And then the, um, the, you know, like at the end of the summer, I would turn on the feature flag or, you know, go through the process of carefully turning that on. Um, but there's this there was this whole step that like because it hadn't been respons- my responsibility, it didn't feel like it was my problem. Um, but actually, yeah, like my code going onto servers for the first time, like always had the cap- capability to break stuff. Right. And yes. it did. Yes. yes.
1: Yes. That transition. I mean, that was it. That's a transition we've gone through at the organizational level. Uh, you know, when I started in industry uh, well, sometimes we were shipping code to customers, uh, you know, like almost shrink wrap style, but, uh, you know, this idea, oh, well, you know, dev throws the flaming bag of code over the wall to ops. And then it's ops problem to make it run in production is, uh, something that we have moved away from. And it's been very, very healthy that, that we have done. So, but like, yeah, that idea uh, of, that it's not done until it's running and, yeah, out there in the world is a... Uh, it's been something we've gone through as an industry and it's been very, very like important and healthy for us because there was no way we were gonna build anything nearly at the scale that we're at if we kept on in the old world, right. so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Besides the sort of like, okay, now you gotta wait two, mm-hmm. two p- pushes before uh, it's it really live. Were there other changes in Dropbox's release process that you saw around um, either like mm-hmm. testing or alerting on things like this or...
0: Broadly, no. And the daily push rotation with, you know, a person who would be on call three working days in a row and then rotate to the next person, um, they monitored the same sort of like homegrown exception service um, and uh, triage to the person that they thought broke things, um, I think, essentially okay. throughout my That'll time there. For the okay, yeah okay. for the server monorepo. it was um,
1: okay interesting and it was and I'm getting the uh, sense that you came on after Dropbox or after your internship full-time at Dropbox
0: I did yeah I um, essentially okay. immediately I had intended to go back um, for right. a one-year masters in college um, but I stayed on at the end of the summer and never never went back.
1: Okay. Oh, brilliant. Oh, so this was the summer after your senior year, you (laughs)
0: graduated. This was the summer after my senior year, I graduated. And, and, you know, at the end of the year, um, they'll tell each of the interns whether they get a return offer. um, And through the summer, I was like, well, you know, I think I might accept it immediately. So is there any way... You could tell me whether I got the return offer a little before the very last week of my internship. And they were like, we'll see, we'll see. And we were in the we'll see phase when I offered watermelons to everyone in the world. So I was like, oh, no. But... Uh, ultimately, I, I did get that offer. So. It sounds like it worked
1: out. Yeah, and it
0: yeah. <laughs> t- t- turns out
1: that having free time and disposable income by being in industry mm-hmm. is a lot more fun than.
0: Uh... I, I was learning so much more at Dropbox yeah. than I could imagine learning taking another semester of classes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So obviously, like there were were not that many sort of like personal repercussions on you as a result of this. The organization. No, like, no,
0: everyone was. Everyone yeah. was uh, absolutely more mature than blame the poor hapless intern. Thank goodness. Good.
1: Yes. 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 Good. Um, and you never made the same mistake again.
0: I never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Funny how and that works. I,
0: I learned a whole lot about um, the responsibilities that I have to the like whole system of um, engineering and other people that goes into turning like Code that I wrote on my machine against my like dev environment into mm-hmm. code that runs for millions of people.
1: Yeah, how so? Like what? Uh, what kind of takeaway? Yeah, just did you like there?
0: like what I was talking about is sort of changing my definition of done and sort yeah. of like learning at what you know sort of like at what points in time things become available to different people. We had like kind of complicated staging and canary thing um going on before this production push um and um and then yeah again it varied for me based on like what specific repo i was working in whether it was the servers or like the cross platform mobile or one of the sort of like individual platforms um and just sort of like connecting that dot you know when i was new to being an engineer it kind of felt like a lot to just have the code work on my machine right like even getting to that and you know, like not having bugs and having my tests pass and, you know, figuring out all of the git wizardry I need to do to get the right code into the right branch or whatever, like all of that to like ship that, it felt like enough.
1: Already an um, enormous lift, but oh, there's right. this whole other piece and kind of work.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, it's like it's like being a writer versus a publisher, right? Like mm. the code that I write needs to also run on nice. all of the servers. It needs to be, you know, distributed via, you know, the newspaper or Substack or whatever. Um, and that's like a completely different type of work that is also engineering, um, and just hadn't been on my radar screen.
1: Nice, nice. Um, how long did you stay at Dropbox then? You were an intern in 2014 was, and stayed up. Yes, on a, yeah, I,
0: I stayed through late
1: 2017. Okay, okay,
0: nice. Um, so. And I worked on uh, contacts um, and uh, we were a team, uh, we were the contacts team, we were team people, identity and contacts um, for, I would say like two and a half years at that nice. point. Um, nice.
1: Nice. Yeah. Oh, so you stayed on the same project even. That's that's impressive. I, so right?
0: I, I, I moved from mobile contacts to like more server-side contacts. Um, it was a full-stack team relating to nice. everything, who you are and who you know on Dropbox. Okay. Thanks. Um,
1: nice. nice. And it was an awesome team. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, how did the other team react to that team that had built the internal advertising platform?
0: You know, I think... As much as I like to like kind of take credit for this one, because the rollback was indeed my fault, uh, I think a little bit more of it fell on them um, in terms of the sort of like repercussions and like having been the ones to to cause this, like we're not gonna demo in production. Um, They were sort of like seen as a little bit more of the reckless ones, which Mm, yeah, I don't know, putting in a campaign to offer free Watermelons that relied on code that was landing that day—like, is it reckless or is it startup culture?
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. Like, fast. it doesn't seem that bad yes. to me. Uh, but it, yeah, was, no. it was certainly a shared responsibility thing. Yeah, um. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 feature I think was was pretty successful. watermelons aside, um, and was okay, yes, yes. uh, for quite some time until you know the entire homepage was redesigned and right, you know none of yes. their sort of like surface area looked correct. But.
1: Exactly, yeah. I definitely know that yeah. I saw, you know, internal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know, cross-selling, like upgrade to an annual plan or we've just launched the new photo Absolutely. carousel or whatever, like all this stuff. Uh, so right. I am pretty sure that I interacted with their feature, yeah. Um, the, I mean, you, there's a thing that you've heard me say a bunch, uh, mm-hmm. but I say it every time that like, you know, the most really bad Uh, incidents are not the result of what we might call a point failure, you know, an individual, Mm -hmm. you know, push, uh, uh, you know, sign error in one line of code, a bolt shearing, a belt Mm -hmm. snapping, but they're the intersection of multiple, you know, processes, which are both operating correctly, but that interact in a way that the people involved in them don't foresee or understand. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, so their mental models get out of sync with the world and then, uh whoops mm-hmm. uh their mental levels right. get re uh reset you know uh very quickly right. when uh mm-hmm. yeah uh when things happen so right yeah that's right felt, and you know often, very...
0: right often the 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 consequence of the like multiple interacting systems each of which are working as intended is everything completely grinds to a halt or you get outages or data loss um, and i just think this example is particularly funny because you didn't get anything like that you just got like mildly embarrassing uh, right. advertisements
1: right exactly on some level we might call this a near miss like we might call right. this <laughs> yeah uh, and it's good that it sounds like the drop you know engineering and business organizations like really took it as a like opportunity to learn and improve you know rather than either being like oh haha that was funny that doesn't really matter like that couldn't possibly happen Mm -hmm. uh in a way that hurts people you know right uh or also like you know coming mm-hmm. down on you hard um right so anytime like something's like...
0: showing up on the homepage page of every single user that like none of us expected to be there like that's that's yeah. a wake-up call for sure that's a
1: wake-up call yeah exactly yeah hmm. yeah and good to Not treat it i just gonna brush that one no. off no yeah yeah good was there did you know was there any like press coverage or did it really just hit social media and then sort of
0: no oh man if there was i really want to link to that article but i think it was right. just social media okay. <laughs> right okay yeah it would be yeah. amazing i'll
1: have to see if i can dig up some posts some twitter posts for uh <laughs> put them up as b-roll or something um
0: <laughs> yeah there must be a screenshot of it out there somewhere someone must have that's the internet right nothing ever truly goes away <laughs> right
1: yes yes um cool. Well, this has been really lovely uh, chatting. Kate. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad we could do this. Uh, I, I when we were talking and you're like, are, are you sure this is a podcast episode? I'm like, no, I yeah, really. like,
0: <laughs> I know this
1: is. And I, I also I could see the YouTube thumbnail in my head, um, oh, yeah. so I'm like, which is, you know, which is, which is critical. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we could. I'm glad we could have this conversation. Um, any yeah, parting totally. thoughts um, or first, sorry, first, let's say uh, uh, where can people find you online if there is a place that people can find you online?
0: Um, I prefer that they not. I'm not a very Great. online person.
1: Love it. Not Perfect. trying to uh, yes. plug
0: my, any of my accounts. Uh, I, don't, I don't need Great. people to find Great. my dog through your podcast.
1: Great. Perfect. Um, are, are you still doing coaching things?
0: Yeah, I am. I'm, um, yeah, my, uh, my friend Andy Schaff, uh started a coaching company called Practica um, where people can use their learning and development budgets um, that their company has um, towards coaching. Um, and I'm one of the coaches on their platform. Um, so I can help you talk about, uh, you know, if that one time you broke production and see if there's anything we can learn from that.
1: There we go. Yes. Or, yeah, because um, this was your first incident, right? Like, this was your first time yeah, through any kind of oh, yeah. incident process? Totally. Yeah, okay.
0: It, it yeah. may have been the first time uh, Dropbox users touched my code.
1: Okay. I okay.
0: <laughs> it fits into the internship. Like, like, yeah, honest, you know, right. adding yeah. my name to the about page or something. Like, sure. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's about. I mean, first you have to like find the bathrooms and the coffee machine, and there's a certain right. amount of onboarding right. and. Getting I was you trying spun to learn up. C
0: plus plus at the time. Like
1: ooh, okay, the whole yeah,
0: thing. that's a that's that's a that's a whole thing.
1: <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, that wasn't something that they taught us in school. We were just we were just kind of like, mm-hmm. well, it's a programming no. language. We've taught you three other programming languages, so you figure it out. But uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not a forgiving language to figure out. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, about six weeks in is like when you know, yeah, totally. th- things would s- start to things would start to cook. Like, things are yeah. things
0: are co- things are coming to a head. Yeah, we, yeah, uh, yeah. Have have had enough time to realize the edge case about the logout situation. We've had right. you know enough time to figure out what we want to do about it. It's finally landed, and
1: yeah, yeah, yep.
0: Cool. As far as uh, as far as introductions go, um, I'm thankful that it was this and not a day's long. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. could have been a lot worse. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Um, And glad that you were in a supportive organization that could, you know, respond well to it and provide, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone involved with the tools they needed to, like, you know, get back to normal operation quickly and, you know, metabolize the learnings um, in a productive way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Dropbox
0: is an awesome place to be, just surrounded by so many people who are really, really good at this already Um, and just an awesome place to learn.
1: Kate, this has been lovely. Uh, Folks, this has been Critical Point with Kate Rudolph. Uh, About that time, she gave the internet free watermelon, or at least offered it. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed that please like and subscribe down below the algorithm likes it and also i am still just getting the channel going and it makes me very personally gratified to know that people are engaging with what we're making and want to hear more. if you've ever had a commit you made rolled back unexpectedly leave a comment below like i said at the top of the show we are now also available in audio on all the major podcast platforms check them out at warstories.criticalpoint.tv There are also full-edited transcripts up there, so if you prefer to read your podcasts, check them out, too. If you have an incident story you'd like to tell here, please email us at hello at complexsystems.group. Also, I'm always looking for people who aren't cis-white dudes to feature, because obviously uh, everyone else has great incident stories, too. I'm sourcing people through my networks, but there's lots of folks who I don't know who I would love to talk with. So uh, if this is you, please consider yourself especially encouraged to reach out. That email address again is hello at complexsystems.group. Intro and outro music is Senpai Funk by Paul T. Starr. You can find me on Twitter as at Kevin Riggle and on Mastodon at kevinriggle at ioc.exchange. My consulting company, Complex Systems Group, is on the web at complexsystems.group. And with that, folks... Until next time.